My guest today is a sales manager at one of my absolute favorite hotels, the Four Seasons Hotel in Austin, Texas, and is the host of a fantastic YouTube show, The Main Dish with MD, where they talk about things from the vaccine to mortgage lending to real estate to wealth management to weight loss. Just an amazing show. Please welcome Marlon Davis. Marlon, how's it going? RJ, Badapa, what's going on, my man? <laughs> Everything's good, man. Everything is good. Thank you for coming on to the podcast. Well, I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you inviting me out. I'm super excited for what we have in store to figure out what do I do? <laughs> Great. So with that, what do you do? <laughs> Well, that's kind of a loaded question, RJ, but for this, I have a daytime job and a nighttime job. Mm -hmm. So for my daytime job, I work at the Four Seasons Hotel as a sales manager. And for my nighttime job, I am the host of the main dish with MD and you know, I'm going to bring this up. Still waiting to get you on. Still waiting to get you on the show. So I will I can do that. This, so I can pump up this podcast of yours <laughs> that I love to listen to. Well, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Man, it's great. So let's jump into the sales manager role first and talk about that. So with that, let's just talk about how you got into that and how you got into hospitality. So growing up, I always had an interest in hotels. And so I've been at the hotel for, wow, 20 years now, man. Mm, wow. um, I've held about 12 different positions in the hotel. Mm. Started at the front desk as a front desk agent way back when. It's an interesting story on how I actually ended up at the hotel. And back in the day, it was, it was in the summer, a while back, it was in the summer, so it was kind of cool. I was like, man, I need a job. And I was looking at a financial company and the Four Seasons. Well, for the financial company, I went and did the interview, killed it, but they needed to do a drug test. And before anybody gets any crazy ideas, <laughs> the issue was it was summertime and I ended up shaving my head, shaving everything. And I really don't have a lot of hair on my arms or legs. So they couldn't really do the drug test for me hmm. because they're like, oh, you don't have enough hair to do the drug test. So I ended up also applying at the Four Seasons at the same time and ended up getting hired on at the Four Seasons. So that's kind of how I started my career and worked my way up from front desk agent to front office manager, assistant director of housekeeping, reservations manager into sales. And the hospitality industry is an industry that you kind of start and you work your way up because yeah. it's all about experience in there. So I would say 80% of the staff kind of start at the bottom and work their way up from there. So I moved into sales, been in sales about seven years now. Hmm. So that's kind of how I got started with the Four Seasons Hotel. 
Great. Wow. So not having hair, cutting your hair has helped you get to where you are now. <laughs> it's a great story. Yes, 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 yes. Not too, not too many people know that, but yes, it actually got me to a job that I love and working with people that I love to work with. Right. Nice. Okay. Now, I'm not going to lie. Four Seasons, I love that hotel. Like, that is my favorite hotel in Texas, the state of Texas, just every time I've been there, I just felt like a king. And you would know before I even got there that I was going to be there and just set things up and the location, just everything about it is just uh, is just so great. And I know it's sounding like a commercial right now, but I'm just being for real. I really love that hotel. Now, with you there and being the manager, what do you do to just build that customer loyalty at the hotel? So for me, it really, it comes naturally. It mm. comes naturally. I'm a people person mm-hmm. and Four Seasons has a culture that encourages service, encourages exceeding guest expectations, just providing the highest level of service and customization and personalization. So that is what I enjoy and that's what we do well. And so when you come to town, it's like, RJ's coming. I got to make sure I know what he likes, why he's in town, how can we take care of him? And so, and that's what everybody does at the hotel. And that's what makes us successful. Nice. Now, as far as differentiating yourself from different hotels, is that the main thing or are there other things that you do as well to differentiate yourself? Well, RJ, I can ask you what you said. It was almost like making a commercial. <laughs> what is it about Four Seasons? What, what is it about Four Seasons that separates us from other hotels? And I, I can tell you that we have created a culture at the hotel mm-hmm that has people striving to be the best. So when you, you work along 99% of your colleagues and your, your staff, they want to be the best, you produce those results. Mm-hmm. And so it, to me, it seems very simple. And what we do is not rocket science. It really is just being genuine and caring and nice. So. I have a great story just happened today. Hmm. There was a gentleman who, who valeted their vehicle and they were at, at their apartment complex or something. They had a tow sticker on there, like their car was getting towed and they tried to pull it off, but couldn't get it all the way off. So they had to steal remnants of the sticker on there. Well, our doorman, he pulls around the car. He goes and gets a razor and gets some spray and starts cleaning that off for the guests. So it's simple things like that, Mm -hmm. that says, wow, he didn't have to do that. Right. That wasn't part of the the bedroom. That wasn't part of the parking service. That wasn't anything, but he went and did that by himself. Right. He said, I want, I want to take care of people. And so simple things like that is why we succeed and why people stay with us. Yeah, no, definitely. That definitely is four seasons right there. Now, the industry seems like a very fast-changing business and industry. So do you try to keep up with whatever's new and current with other hotels? And if so, how do you do that? 
Well, I will say this. We want to build mid-sized hotels mm -hmm. that allow us to customize and personalize the guest experience. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, it's about the guests. We're not going to be number one in technology. We may not be the lobby that has the grandest lobby. Mm -hmm. We will have a very nice lobby. Our technology be, will, will be great. But where we succeed is with the people. Yeah. And if you've had a rough day and you come in to the hotel, you know what you're going to find with a consistent level of service each and every time. Yep. And it's not just one employee. It's three, four, five employees. Yeah. When you come to the hotel, Mr. Cooper, how are you doing today? Mm -hmm. You know, how's your day been? Mm -hmm. Great. Oh, it's great. Our rooms are nice. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it's a bed, a restroom, some toilet paper, a TV, now, all those things we have are the nicest things, Yep. but there's a sense of relief once mm -hmm. guests actually get to the hotel. You're like, whew, I'm at the Four Seasons. Yes. I'm going to be taken care of. And on top of that, I'm have that nice view of. and come out and just yeah. run around if you want to run the park and canoe and anything you want to do. <laughs> yeah. For Austin, we have the best location. Yes. The heart of downtown on the shores of Lady Bird Lake. Mm -hmm. So... Half the hotel overlooks the city. The other half overlooks the lake. Mm -hmm. And if you're on the back lawn, mm -hmm. you feel like you feel like you're at a resort. Yes. But if you walk out the front door, you can walk to over 150 different shops, restaurants, and nightlife. Uh-oh. Am I going into sales mode now? Am I trying to sell people to come to the Four Seasons Hotel, Austin? <laughs> love it. Love it. Maybe so. <laughs> So, so what do you do to ensure that you really understand all the different areas of the hotel from the spa, the restaurant, the front desk, the conference rooms, et cetera, just understand it and understand what's going on. What do you do? Well, one, as most hotels and, and most jobs, we have literature on all of that. Mm. We have reference guides on that, but I'm going to tell you the most important thing is to experience what a guest experiences. Mm. And so we have a amazing benefit at the hotel where we get to stay across four seasons across the world, complimentary, obviously based on av availability and, and, and depending on your tenure, you have so many complimentary room nights you can use per year. So I will tell you when I first started out, what really put service into perspective was going to the Four Seasons Atlanta. Mm. And so being treated like a guest by another Four Seasons employee opened up my eyes to a lot of things. Mm. It made me a better manager, made me a better salesperson. So being able to experience Four Seasons service at other Four Seasons is one of the best things that's happened to me. And I've been to about 20 different four seasons around the world. So that in itself gives me the level of comfort, just selling to our guests. Mm -hmm. That's smart. 
That's smart. And makes a lot of sense doing that, doing that route. And I could see how that makes you a better manager, a better salesperson, a better employee. That's great. All right. So let's talk about what a typical day of yours looks like and, and just your core responsibilities and roles throughout the day. So RJ, with this pandemic, the hospitality industry has been one of the industries that has taken the biggest hit. Mm-hmm. The hospitality industry as a whole, furloughed, laid off probably 80% wow. of their staff. And I was actually a victim of furlough for six months. Mm. So from March to October, I was, I was furloughed because the business just wasn't there. And it was across the board, business wasn't there. We had a couple of months in April and May where we would maybe see one guest a day. Wow. Which you've been to the property and having one guest, it was like a ghost town um, at the hotel. But so now I'm back. So a, a typical day looks like for me, it's emails, it's following up with leads for, for guests that are looking to groups that are looking to book with the hotel. Mm-hmm. It's prospecting, reaching out to other companies or groups that we would love to have at the hotel. It's greeting clients. It's checking on the groups that we may have in house to make sure everything is great. So the great thing is that each day is different, but it really is just trying to drum up business so we can support the, the hotel staff and, and bring business and make sure the room service attendant has work, make sure the valet Parker has work, make sure the front desk agent has work. That's the ultimate job. Got you. Okay. All right. And then what do your hours look like? Uh, <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> Monday through Friday. You can say Monday through Friday, eight to six Okay, are the quote unquote hours, but sometimes it's working late at night. If you're entertaining clients, it's working the weekends. If you have to, again, entertain clients or you have a conference in town. So basically Monday through Friday, but caveat that we may work later in the evening or weekends too. Got you. Okay. All right. Now, based on us talking, it seems like attention to detail, just being a very friendly person, organized, multitasking, communication skills are are some skills that I think that we need to have to be successful in your role. But what would you say are the skills and characteristics that are most important to be successful in what you do? So I think for a salesperson, you need to be goal-oriented. You need to have a drive. You need to be able to negotiate contracts. You need to be personable. Those are kind of the basic things that need to happen. But you mentioned all the other things, whether it's to be detail-oriented, to be able to communicate, to be able to kind of put yourself in the shoes of the guests mm. and see things from another perspective. Cause it's easy for me to sell you what I think you want, but am I really listening to you? And you know what, RJ listening, yeah. listening is the number one skill that you need to, have, to listen, to see what you're really looking for, because I don't want to sell you something that you don't want 
or I don't want to jump in and just say, well, we have this, this, and this. And you're like, yeah, I actually don't need any of those things, mm-hmm. but I need this. So lis- listening is the, is the number one skill I would say that you need to have. Nice. Okay. Now, what do you love about what you do? I'll give you the podcast answer <laughs> and then I'll give you the Arjun answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I, to be honest with you, I love working with my colleagues. Mm-hmm. Take, take your group of friends. Mm-hmm. You hang out with your friends because you, you probably have one common goal. You're working to achieve not necessarily achieve something, but you have something in common. And so my colleagues are amazing to work with Mm. and we all have the common goal of being the best. Mm -hmm. And so I can always say if something goes wrong with a guest, there's zero hesitation that everybody in that hotel is going to try to make it right. Mm. And so that's very comforting to know. I know some industries may not work that way. Some people just come to work to get a paycheck and don't care about the guest or the product that they're putting out. I can tell you 99% of the people at our hotel care about the guests that we're taking care of, care about the product that we're taking care of. Secondly, what I love about my job are the guests, making a guest happy. The fact that you told that story at the beginning, Mm. that made me happy. Mm. (laughs) And making people smile and making people happy brings me joy. And so when you can make a guest happy, that's it. You you find out it's a birthday and you find out that they like crown on the rocks with a lime and you're able to give that to them. And they're like, how did you know I like crown on the rocks with a lime? (laughs) You know, or how did you know I like a a green M&Ms and a Snickers bar? (laughs) You know, brings, brings joy to that. And then the RJ answer (laughs) It's the same things I mentioned earlier. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But, but, and taking it to the next level is mm-hmm. creating relationships yeah. with your clients. And I could probably name at least 10 people over the years that we've become friends, like good friends, mm. like, you're invited to my wedding type friends because of the relationships that we've created and it's transcended just work. Yeah. I have many stories I could share about that, but that's another great thing as well. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, that such a great touch going that extra mile with your guests. You definitely see that there and you see why you have so many repeating guests come back to the hotel. Now, what about on the flip side? You talked about what you love about what you do. What challenges are there out there for you? One thing you mentioned is the pandemic. You know, sometimes I I would probably say that the most challenging thing is when you don't know how to meet a guest's expectation. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll be honest, some people have some unrealistic expectations. And when you can't match those, that's probably the hardest part of the job. Yeah. I guess you take it very personal when that happens. 
Um, I definitely do. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. I can see that in you, that it's more than a job to you. Now, what about memorable moments? You mentioned just some spectacular moments that have happened to you over the years and some people that you've met through the job and have become so close. You're inviting them to your, your wedding. Can you talk about any memorable moments that stick out to you in your career? Yes, I will tell you of a, a guest that I consider a friend now. Mm-hmm. Um, many, many years ago, we had a guest um, at night, checked into the hotel, came down and said, hey, Marlon, I'm experiencing some chest pains. And so we're like, okay, um, all right, let's 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 figure this out. So we go up myself and my colleague, we go up to his room. Now he is, um, he's in his room, so he's comfortable. He has clothes on, but he's comfortable in his room. And we go up and spend approximately six hours on and off taking care of him. Hmm. After those six hours, he had to go to the hospital. Found out that he had to get a pacemaker put in But the fact that we stayed with him, helped him out and took care of him. And we made a connection that night that we will never forget. And we talk, even if he's not at the hotel, we'll pick up the phone, we'll call each other and chat. But just having that type of connection where you can take care of a guest with their health and they entrust you to take care of them. It's an amazing feeling. Wow. Wow. That is, that is, man. Wow. You 20 years into this and this all started from not having hair. It's just, (laughs) it's just, (laughs) you would be like, shoot, if he had hair. (laughs) But you know what? Seriously, it, I love all that you do, man. I love that you, go to extra mile. I love the personal touch that you leave there. And just you have people feeling like kings and queens there. And I've told so many people about my stays at the Four Seasons and just how how remarkable it is. And I really, and I'm not just saying this, I really truly love staying at the Four Seasons. So, but you know what? Let's switch gears a little bit. And hold on, hold on, hold on. But yeah. We're going to switch gears, but yes, if anybody's listening to the podcast and you need more information, please contact Rodolfo Cooper, who can reach out to Marlon Davis and take care of all of your needs. Yes. Always working, brother. Always working. I love it. Good stuff. So, hey, now that was the daytime. Nighttime, you have a fantastic YouTube show, The Main Dish with MD. And you've talked about things from the vaccine to mortgages to Black Friday specials and on and on and on. It's just a great show. And so can you talk about just the show in general and how it started and what made you start this? So the main dish with MD, the goal of the show is to inspire, connect, and entertain. So for several years... I've been wanting to put together a show, something that I can bring to the people. 
and furlough allowed me some extra time to get it started. So it really is a show designed to promote people that I have met throughout my life, provide inspiration to other people so they can see, as you mentioned, we, we, talked, we talked about real estate. We talked about how COVID has impacted the real estate market. And we had a senior mortgage lender. We had Anaje Barnes, who's been on the show to talk about real estate. So having people that are successful and doing great things in life and just trying to connect those with other people. And your show is doing that as well. So I, I just want to promote people. And we're at this, we're at an age, we're at a point of our lives that we can take over the world. Mm-hmm. We just got to connect with each other because we're all doing great and amazing things. And I thank you as well, because I want to talk about your podcast <laughs> and I also want to talk about your rising stars, is it? Yes. Your rising stars. Yep. Yes. Your mm-hmm. rising stars <laughs> is an amazing thing where you're giving back to the community. How can we promote you and celebrate you for doing positive things? having individuals that look like us see us in a positive role, doing amazing things. So that's why I started the show. And then by nature, I love to entertain people. I love to make people laugh. Mm -hmm. I love to make people smile. Mm -hmm. So bringing all those things together is what the show is all about. Nice. Nice. That's great. Now, With the show so far, what are some things that have stood out to you? Anything that's kind of touched you or stood out to you? Well, what's really stood out is that people are so willing to just be on the show Mm -hmm. and share their story and they enjoy seeing it and, and, and putting out their story because it's positive. And one thing that I try to do with the show is keep it positive. Even though we just did a show about, are you prepared for death? And that show is about life insurance and making sure that you're financially set for you and your family. But the shows are positive and giving positive reinforcement to people out there. Nice. Well, great. Yeah. Talking about life insurance, talking about Longhorn receiver legends, like I said, real estate, yeah. vaccines, everything, the, the whole gamut is awesome. Really love it. So, man, congrats on it. Continued success on it as well, man. And do you so let me let me I know it's your show. I know it's your show. <laughs> Why did you start doing this? Why did so, you start doing the podcast? Yeah. So for me, I've always volunteered in some part ever since high school. In high school, I was in a volunteer class called PALS, where we would be big brothers or big sisters to junior high kids. And ever since then, I've always volunteered. And now I'm at a, a point where I'm able to get on a board of a couple of nonprofit organizations and have my own. But one thing I've always seen is that there's just so many kids or students out there that just don't have awareness of a lot of these job types out there. A lot of these job types, a lot of these career paths, they have no idea about them at all. And they don't get to hear from a lot of these professionals, a lot of the stories that they have. And so I was, I've tried my best to try to get a lot of these stories told to these students, but I'm always thinking about what's the best way to get to a large amount of these kids, students out there and a podcast podcast was it. So that's what started it. 
Yeah. Yeah. And hey, man, it, like I said, it's it's awesome. People should definitely listen. And it, it is a handful, if not more, of the people I know, but I never really knew what they did. For mm-hmm. real, for real. Like, you know, it's like, yeah. oh, I work for Nike. Oh, I'm the director of here. Yeah. I work at the embassy, but okay, what, what does that really mean? Right. Because we never really sit down and say what we really do. It's kind of like, what do you do? Oh, I, I work for a financial company and I um, <laughs> do development, yeah. you know, do development for them. And it's never like, okay, tell me more. Yep. Yeah, no, no, you're right. It's incredible. Just sitting down and hearing a lot of these stories and what they actually really do throughout the day and how they got there and the robums in a way. So yeah, it's it's been a, it's been a blessing. It's been good. But yeah, so the main dish with MD and... Can you tell people when it comes on? And do you know what your next show is going to be? Depending on when this is released. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> the show is typically Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Okay. You can find it on YouTube, The Main Dish with MD. And like I said, the goal is to inspire, connect, and entertain. We want to hit relevant topics out there for everybody to be able to listen to and want to provide information that may not be readily accessible, but also incorporate experts or people in the field that, that are doing a great job. So you can kind of hear firsthand, like we did with COVID brought two doctors on. So it's not like you scrolling on Facebook with fake (laughs) doctors who say, don't do it, do it. You know, we bring in a real life, trauma doctor from Ben Taub in Houston, Texas. So like, hey, we're, we're bringing the people, we're bringing the senior mortgage loan person that can tell you, you need to get your credit right. Mm-hmm. You need to get your, your credit right. We're bringing OJ who's in real estate that says actually own 30 houses and a small apartment complex. Okay, people have questions, connect with, the, connect mm-hmm. with those people. You know, we're bringing weight loss people uh, Kim Abbage, Marisa Diaz, you know, Marisa lost like 50, 60 pounds. Wow. And so we're bringing real life people to talk about their stories and share with the people. Mm. Mm. Love it. All right. So Marlon, really, man, just really enjoy just talking to you. I really enjoyed this interview, learning about what you do both in the day and at night. And just once again, man, just congrats on everything that you've done. 20 years in the game, man. You said 12 different positions, 20 years at, at the Four Seasons, and then the continued success of your YouTube show. Just keep doing what you're doing. Love it. And thank you so much for coming on to this podcast. RJ, now, I appreciate you inviting me. I appreciate what you're doing for the people. You're doing an amazing job. You keep it up as well, brother. And before we go, though, I want to head over to this quick hitter session to ask you some questions for fun, just to get to know you a little bit better. Ready to do that? I am ready. All right. I am ready. So the first question, what's your favorite sports team? Ooh, that's, (laughs) it's tough because I could say the Dallas Cowboys or I could say the Texas Longhorns. So... I will go ahead and say I would probably prefer to see the Texas Longhorn football team win a national championship 
before the Cowboys win their sixth oh. Super Bowl. So <laughs> we'll go with Texas Longhorns. Good answer, man. <laughs> Hook them. <laughs> Hook them. There we go, bro. Favorite movie or show? That's, I like that question as well. I will say my favorite movie of all time is Boys in the Hood. Mm. Followed with the followed with the Die Hard saga. I really like the first three Die Hards the yeah. best, that trilogy. Mm-hmm. But I love I love Die Hard. There's so many you can throw in there. Coming to America, Braveheart, Star Wars, but Boys in the Hood, to answer your question. All right. Two follow-up questions with those. One, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and yes, uh, yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> Gives me an excuse to watch it every Christmas. <laughs> yep. And what did you think of um, Coming to America too? So I, I thought it was, first of all, I, nowadays I go into movies with low expectations. Yeah. I try not to watch the previews of movies mm. so I don't get all the good parts. Mm-hmm. But I did find comedy in Coming to America mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Obviously there's a certain nostalgia about the movie that there's no way that you're going to repeat that. So I wasn't expecting that, especially if you're having the same exact actors in there yeah. 30 plus years later, you know, where you, I know that you're not going to be able to recreate that. So yeah. I took it for what it was worth. And I will tell you when Salt and Pepper and In Vogue yeah. came out mm-hmm. and Gladys Knight on that midnight train to Zamunda, <laughs> dying laughing. <laughs> yeah yeah i loved it gotta take it for what it's worth yeah yep 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 yeah i loved it all right favorite musical artist or group outcast yeah and jay-z okay Mm -hmm. favorite vacation spot it's a very loaded question for a person (laughs) for person right um so i will i will try to give you two one uh (laughs) geneva switzerland (laughs) geneva switzerland is amazing and punta mita mexico another amazing vacation spot all right and are there four seasons in those two places yes four seasons in both and so just just to be honest when we look to travel it's like Where's there four seasons? Yeah. Where can we go stay for free? <laughs> and then if we have to pick another hotel. It's kind of tough sometimes, but yeah. Yeah. Got it. And last favorite food or drink. My favorite food type is Mexican food. Favorite restaurant in Austin is Polvo's. Get you some cerveza fajitas. If you're from the DFW Metroplex, El Phoenix is my favorite restaurant and my favorite drink. You said and or drink, so I don't have to actually answer the drink. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right. Well, hey, Marlon, is there any way that people can contact you if they have any comments or questions for you? Yes, please slide into my, um, no, Um, (laughs) but follow me on, (laughs) follow me on Instagram at, 
the MD with MD, Got the it. MD with MD on Instagram and subscribe to the show. Subscribe yes. to the main dish with MD on YouTube. Check that out. Um, if you need more information about Four Seasons, you can call the hotel, ask for Marlon Davis. Everybody knows who I am there. So if you need to book a group, call me at work. If you need to talk about life and serious business, the MD with MD on Instagram. Great. All right, Marlon. Well, hey, this has been great. Thanks again. And I will talk to you later. Thanks, RJ. All right. Have a good one. Thank you, everyone. If you have any comments or questions or would like to be on the podcast, please reach out to me on Instagram at Rodolfo Cooper. Thank you. Bye.